Well, shoot. I'll tell you what. KKFN, KKFN, HD1, Longmont, Denver. Whoa! Whoa! Always was to do that. clock whistle, powered by smart Whoa! local union nine sheet metal workers. What the hell was that? Hey, did you set him up? Did you set him up? I, I, I didn't. Up? I promise I didn't. Where the hell did that come from? Wait, 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 wait. What the? Wait, that's, wait, what, what? You know. Whoa! Uh, Damn, stand up and shout! <laughs> Woo! Always wanted to do that. Well, you just did it! <laughs> Damn, son, alright! Stand up and shout! Let's go! Hey, bro, we got to get some Jersey music on for our guy, No Sean. Some Bruce, maybe. Get some Bruce. Get some Bon Jovi. Bon Jovi, yeah. Who else are you into? What are, what are your I like other... those two, really, honestly. All right, we'll get a little Bruce, a little Bon Jovi for our, our Jersey guy over here. I mean, we could go like Frankie Valley in the Four Seasons. We could go back a minute. We could go, go Jersey Boys if you want. I mean, if you want, we could go all the way back. Yeah. Jersey Boys, man. <laughs> Jersey's so funny, man. You ever see the movie Jersey Boys? Mm-mm. You gotta see it, man, because they go back. So they they sang all that, you know, doo wop stuff. Singing all that doo wop stuff, they're still like stealing cars, you know. They're, so they're doing all this, oh my love, you know, summer of '63, and then they're boosting cars in the back. Jersey's Jersey, yo. <laughs> Jersey's Jersey, yo. Jersey's <laughs> Jersey. Uh, Play some Tony Soprano for No Sean. Get, we get Suki in here. Snooky. Snooky or Snooky. I don't know what her name is. Snooky. Right? Snooky. Some Jersey love. I right, love, love Bruce. What's your favorite Bruce song? See, I don't know him by heart. I don't know the names of them. See, I don't know. Let me see Bruce. Because I, I always give them Bond and, and Bruce mixed, and Bruce little mixed a little bit. It's but if you throw the song on, I'll start jam. You know what I mean? It, it is what it. it is. Uh, I get it. All right. We'll figure <laughs> out. KJ doesn't know anything about <laughs> KJ, be, some hits. be honest, man. You know anything about Bruce or Bon Jovi? Just keep it real. And if you don't, you don't. Uh, a little bit about Bon Jovi since I've been here, but Bruce, no. Nope. Nothing about Bruce? Nope. All right. Uh, oh, living on the Prairie, yeah. That's the, always oh, so that's a classic. Wow, that's, that's, a, know, that's a come on, everybody. Yeah, that's a classic, yeah. yeah. It's Born my Run, life. Hey. Remember, it's my life. Of course, man. Crazy. I forgot about that. Hey, just go with a little Born to Run at some point. No, Sean will be jamming out to that. Thanks for listening. We appreciate it. Um, no, Sean dropping the, the legal idea. I was not prepared for that. Uh, we do have some Broncos news as we just fill out the practice squad. Dwayne Washington has been added. So, hey, so that's 16. Are we done now? With Are, are we done, done here with the, uh, the Broncos and the roster? That appears to be it. Okay. All right. All right. There we go, baby. How are we feeling about this roster, No, Sean? What do you think? I mean, I'm really excited about the defensive side of the roster. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's really some players over there. You know, everyone stays healthy. Who stands out to you? Who do you like the best? Yeah. Who are your guys? I like DJ for sure. DJ Jones. DJ Jones. What's special about him? Man, young guy, um, has all the talent in the world. 
and super athletic for his size, I feel like. You know what I mean? And he can uh, definitely stop up the middle there. So and that's what you need. I mean, you got to be able to put some pressure in the quarterback's face, uh, especially through the middle. And I think he can do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I like DJ. And, of course, our secondary. Secondary is fire. Talk to me. Secondary is fire, bro. I mean, last year they they did some they did some great things in in the secondary. Um, corners a little bit. Let me ask you a question about corners Patrick Sertan. What reminds you about Patrick Sertan and Champ Bailey? First thing that comes to mind is just the length. Mm-hmm. I just think the length there. And being able to close out on on, on a on an offensive player. Do you when, think when there's beat. do you think there's similar corners or do you think they're a little bit different? Hmm, they're, they're definitely. I mean, Chad was just so. I mean, I, I, Sim is 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 smart as well, but PS two is a little P- bigger than Champ physically. Yeah, he has the shoulders mm-hmm. over Champ, but Champ was tall and lanky. And bro, I don't know. It was just something about Champ. It just his love, his his knowledge of the game. Unbelievable. And, and like I was talking to you know Tavares King mm-hmm. when he played, and I remember him in practice going against Champ, and he's like, bro, he cut on, he broke on a route before I was eat, my head even turned. Like I was mm-hmm. still running the route, mm-hmm. and he broke on a route. Um, so just seeing those little things, you think uh, Sertan has those same yeah. sort of special skills? Yeah, he has the special skills. For sure. All right. He has a special skills. How do you utilize that when you play inherently as a defense so much forms of zone? How do you utilize a guy who's so special? Because not everybody's as special as Patrick Sertan, so you Mm -hmm. can't go man on everybody, right? So you're playing some form of zone a chunk of the time. But if you've got a guy as special as Sertan, no, Sean, what do you do defensively to get the most out of him? Hmm. That's interesting. I mean, because he can play that man as well. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You can use him anywhere, honestly. I don't I don't see there's one weakness really if, if, if over zone, over man. I feel like he can play man really tight. Well, when they're playing zone, you know what happens is they... What, you think he loses? No. He they, goes to the other side? Yes. The, yes. Yes. It happens all the time. Yeah. And, hey, if you don't have the right pass rush, and Sertan is one of the best, you don't have the right pass rush, Devontae Adams is going to have a day. Or, or and, whoever. And you can always put him in man-to-man on a certain guy the whole game. You can. not matter if he goes whatever side he goes on, But right? then, you know, yeah, okay, fine. So then it's Pat Sertan doing wind sprints with the dude all day, and then they're feasting on the rest of the field. That, that can happen, too, if you're going to go there. So how do you get the most out of him? How do you get the best out of him? Or or is that just that's just corner, man? That's just the way it yeah. goes at corner. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll just throw him in man, bro, and have him spy a guy. I don't care, even if we call zone, follow that guy over to that side. Now you're playing zone on that side. So Kansas City's best receiver, arguably some games, is Kelsey. Would you? Ooh. It is. Yeah, no, no, uh, right. Yeah. So, but is that a is that a total waste? Can't, you can't put him on him the whole game. You cannot. Of course not. That's ridiculous, right? Yeah. Because they just got other fast guys that you don't know. They'll just beat you. Yeah. It's, we need someone to step up on the other side. Shoot. I, well, is Damari Mathis that guy? He played well. He's supposed he, to be. Yeah, I mean, it was trial by fire last year, mm-hmm. but he's that guy. You know how I, I love the secondary, though. 
Kareem. I was just yes, gonna. I was just gonna go there. Justin, really? That's right. And I think the most important guy. Listen, Sertan's special. Nobody's nobody's debating that. I think Simmons is your most important guy. Mm-hmm. I know that sounds crazy, um, but I I really do because you want to talk about football instincts and length and yeah. and the way he closes things, the way that he eliminates things out there, and it's been crazy, man, because he got hurt. He had a groinal. Get a little groin going there, groinal. no, Sean. You get a little groinal. And groinal, no joke. I mean, I'm telling you. And we really haven't seen him. He's been practicing. He's been out there. He just hasn't. What do you, oh, really? This is what we're doing? I, I, know what you, I know where you're going. You're not playing this because of a little groinal. We got James Merrillat with us. Is that what we're doing? Mm-hmm. Jimmy, what's up, dude? <laughs> what's up? A little walking on sunshine for me? We got some theme music for James Merrillat. <laughs> Ain't nothing about sunshine. Perfect. If any, if anybody can kind of cheer things up, get it rolling, it's uh, it's me coming on. I'm, I'm, I'm excited for it. James Merrill at DenverSports.com. Forgot about being on with us yesterday because kids, a weak excuse, but <laughs> glad to have you back on. Is I'm putting it out there, no doubt about Patrick Sertan being incredibly talented, no doubt. But is Justin Simmons your most valuable player on this defense? I don't think it's a crazy notion. I heard you guys talking about it before I came on here, and it's like, well, he's one of the top five players at his position. I don't have the list in front of me, but with Bradley Chubb gone and some of the other guys, he's got to be their highest-paid defensive player, right? Sertan's on a rookie contract, so I know he makes good money, but he's not making that kind of money. Uh, he makes more money than Randy Gregory. He's going to be close. Zach Allen. Five Zach at Allen. What's Zach Allen? So five at 70 is 14. Okay. Maybe Zach Allen. So I – Look, I'm going to go with the pass rushers. I'm going to go with the guys up front. I think if Randy Gregory plays five games this year, the Broncos are in trouble. I think if, if uh, Justin Simmons played five games this year, they could figure out a way to patch it together with Caden Stearns mm, and Cream Jackson. Really? Yeah, six picks last year. That's I know. Bad. Oh, I he, know. He, he won a game. He won. This is why. In Jackson, or in London against That's Jackson. That's right. He won that game for the Broncos. He did. Well, he made a big play that kept it from getting out of hand. It's 14 nothing early in that game if he doesn't make that pick at the goal line. And yeah. who knows how that thing turns out. So I'm not saying he's not important. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying I don't care how good your safeties are. I don't care how good your cornerbacks are. If you can't get to the quarterback and he's standing it. back there all day, it doesn't I matter. Gotcha. I just cannot believe the difference I saw when he went out during training camp. It was remarkable. And, it pro- you know, in all honesty, it probably was good for the Broncos' offense. Because Justin Simmons made like three days in a row picks that kind of ruined everything, and they just couldn't get going. It was way better for the Broncos' offense, James, no, Sean, once once he went out with the groinal. Oh, there's no doubt. But also at the start of training camp, what was the conversation? It was they cannot block Randy Gregory and Frank Clark and Nick Benito and Jonathan Cooper and Zach Allen was in the backfield on run plays and pass plays. It didn't matter. And and Russ was having to run. So, like, it all kind of – it all works hand in hand. I mean, we're, we're debating a little bit chicken or the egg here. But I'm going to go with, you know, they finally started to figure out how to keep the Broncos' uh, defensive line and, and edge rushers from getting to Russ so quickly, and that also helped. I think both things were a factor. I do. I think having, not having Justin Simmons out there clearly would hurt. But if you, if you made me pick between who's going to play 17 games – I would take Randy Gregory. I would. Hi, James. Um, I did um, respond to one of the tweets you put out there about preseason, about Alberto. Yeah, um, it's a complete, it's the complete and utter waste of time. Saturday night, they stole money from the fans. <laughs> <laughs> they did. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm agreeing with you. I'm just laughing how you're putting it. Uh, I agree. 
And so what's I got a solution. I'll okay. run it past you real quick. I I, address, I was going to talk to you about it yesterday, but you just, you know, <laughs> kids and all. I'm going to hear about this forever. I think you get rid of all preseason games. You do two joint weeks of practice starring, featuring a Friday or Saturday night stadium event that you charge rock bottom prices for, and you add an 18th game and a second bye week to the season, pushing the Super Bowl back to President's Day weekend. I am 100% on board with that plan. There's nothing I don't like about it. I mean, the the owners want 10 gates, right? Yes. So it used to be two preseason, eight regular season, and now it's you know alternates between nine and one and eight and two. And they want the 10 gates. Well, if you go to 18 games, you get the nine. You can call the tenth one the open practice, even if the prices are if the price is low. They're just going to spread it out over the other nine. I don't care. I get how it all turns out. It's like play, It's like paying for an all inclusive. I get it. I'm paying for the drinks. I just don't want to pay them for each drink. So same kind of deal. And then yeah, the 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 Super Bowl should be President's Day weekend. The Monday after the Super Bowl should be a holiday. Yep. That's a perfect way to do it. I don't see a single flaw. In that plan, and let me give you let me give you something else really quick because part of it is the stupid evaluation. Forget that. If the coaches want it and the players are okay with it, add a padded practice to the June mandatory minicamp. If if really evaluation matters and you got to see them in pads, you you don't have to do that. But if the, that evaluation thing is that big of a deal, then get there. Add fifty five, not fifty three, to the active roster and require a third quarterback on the roster. So you don't have to do this stupid evaluation third quarter. Just add it. Automatic. Every team has to carry three quarterbacks, but we're expanding the roster to 55, and we're decreasing the practice squad by one. So you would have 70 guys on your team. You have 69 now, so I'm even creating more jobs for more players, and... You don't have to do this foolishness of showcasing Alberto and playing guys like they're like they have no value. Do you know the Broncos had a practice yesterday before they cut everybody? There were guys out on the field who were destined to be cut. Yeah. Why, why did they do that? Why not have the practice at three or four o'clock? So guys were out on the field that could have got hurt, could have, who were about to get cut. What are we doing here, James? It makes no sense. It really doesn't. And it is a league that typically is ahead of the curve and does the smart thing, right? Like if you contrast it with baseball, who it takes forever to make any sort of change, it, it, despite the fact that evidence is right in front of them that something is needed, they won't do it and won't do it and won't do it. The NFL is usually pretty proactive and usually ahead of the curve. The fact that they're still digging in their heels on preseason which is just such a vestige of the past of, hey, guys had to work a side job in the summer and they had to come in and do six weeks of training camp and four preseason games and work off the beer. James, they used to do six preseason games back in the day. Prior to 1978 when it changed to four, it used to be six preseason, 14 regular seasons. Dude, back in the day, they used to have 150 guys at training camp. Yeah, it was it was crazy, but the games actually mattered and the the practice actually mattered because they didn't evaluate these 150 guys are now 90 all off season, they go into training camp, fellas. Yes, no one. They know what forty eight of the fifty three, maybe more. Absolutely. So we're doing all this for five spots, and meanwhile, we're just going to manipulate those through the seat. Forget it. Yeah. Figure out your team by the end of mandatory mini camp in June, and then just set it right then, right there. Bring to training camp your roster 
and your practice squad. Yeah. And just do joint practices to get ready for football and give the fans what they want, an 18th game, add an extra bye week so nobody has to do that stupid short Sunday to Thursday transition. Nobody. If you added an 18th game and a second bye week, you would always have time off before that dumb Thursday game. Without a doubt. Now, the players have to agree to that too, though, DMAC, because they like the mini bye. Right? They like the, hey, we played on Thursday. We don't play this weekend. It's a mini buy. So everybody's got to give up James, a little something. Out. You know what, no, Sean, you know what you guys like the most? You know what players like the most? What do you think? Money! <laughs> <laughs> and you play an 18th game, you make more money. I'm with you. The pie gets bigger. The pie is shared based on percentage, so everybody wins. That's why it, it shocks me that they haven't figured this out yet. Um, but none of the things you're saying are, 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 are something that would be bad for the league. It would grow the sport. It's more weekends for fantasy football. It's more weekends for, you know, opening up your app and putting a little action on the games. Like, it's better for mm. everything that makes the game the most popular sport in the country by a mile. So there isn't a downside. But instead, we go through this charade every charade. year yep. where it's, hey, Taylor Grimes looked really good. Taylor Grimes didn't have a shot to make the team. Not a chance. Not a chance. It's Trinity Benson in years past. It's it's, it's Kevin Casper back in the day. Like, there's always the training camp darling, right. and everybody knows that person's not going to not going to make the roster. And then this year, you go out in the final preseason game, and I get it. Alberto can't block. Great. You're surrounding your 250 million dollar quarterback with a bunch of blocking tight ends. That's a brilliant idea. <laughs> um, so I, he he does one thing well, doesn't do the other thing. All the other guys, other than Dulcich, can block and not really pass receiving threats. But I do think, fellas, there's sort of an sabotage is when it's intentional. So it's not it's not sabotage, but they are setting Russell Wilson up to fail because mm. they have a pedestrian wide receiver room, a pedestrian running back room, mm. and a bunch of tight ends that find me the guy in there in any of those skill position groups. That an opposing defensive coordinator is laying awake at night going, right. oh, my God, how are we stopping that guy? For sure. There's not, a, there's not a player. Can't think of one. No. I mean, there's good. Uh, right. Like, Alberto may be one of those guys. I, I think they, I, I don't get it. I, I don't understand. Like, so are we keeping Justin Stranad for special teams over right. Alberto? I mean, really? Nate Atkins, was he going to get picked? Were they going to be able to Atkins. trade Nate Atkins for anything yesterday? Hell no. Nobody even knows who Nate Atkins is. He wears a name tag to a family reunion. I mean, right. And, I'm, and look, I'm not trying to, to diss the guy, but Albert Ozes is someone who does have a special skill set. Now, he stinks <laughs> in the other part of his job. Fine. So what? Uh, you know, figure out a way to, to scheme it up and, and make it passable and, and play to his successes as opposed to here we go square peg round hole this is my system if you can't do what i need you to do you can't be here i i just think that's that's that, that's problematic and you just look around the rest of the league and look at good quarterbacks and let's take joe burrow i mean he's got joe mixon he's got jamar chase he's got t higgins you, you look in san francisco and it's an embarrassment of riches with samuel and and iuke and george kittle and christian mccaffrey and this team's got Cortland Sutton, Brandon Johnson, and Marvin Mims as their three receivers opening night. Javante Williams, 10 months off of major knee injury. And Greg Dulcich. Boy, I bet the Raiders can't get any sleep in the next 10 to 11 days. I mean, give me a break. <laughs> Who are you mad at, then? Who are you mad at? George Payton and Sean Payton. I'm mad yeah, at the Payton. This is Sean Payton. Payton. Oh, hold on. Time out. Come on, bro. Be, be real. This is Sean Payton's team now, man. Is okay. that, that's you not can George put him in Payton. a different order. I can be Sean Payton and George Payton. If Sean Payton had inherited 
more talent, he might have made some different decisions. Okay. But look, it's the second straight year Tim Patrick's gotten injured, and they, t- they tell themselves, oh, we're good enough for that position. I mean, they weren't last year, and they make the exact same mistake 12 months later. Okay. I mean, that is just sort of the definition of insanity, isn't it? Like, and it's almost the same guys. It's like, well, Brandon Johnson's going to be, he's going to help. Okay, well, he was here last year. Marvin Mims. Well, he's this year's K.J. Hamlin. Like, it's the Ooh. same cast. Ooh. All right, James. I love the fire. Love the spirit. All um, right, fellas. We were See, going I told to- you I'd bring some sunshine. No, man, I well, love it. Well, what would you have done, James, on cut down day? What would you have done if you were George? Well, and, and I would have made a trade when Tim Patrick got injured. And I would have, or gone out and signed one of the free agents, right? Like Jarvis Lander and Julio Jones. I know they're at the end of their careers, but we would all feel better against the Raiders mm-hmm. if they were on the field instead of some of these guys that may turn into players. But are they going to be players on September 10th? I, I, I have my doubts. And I would have kept Alberto. I think that's a mistake. I would have been active and gone after Dalvin Cook. I mean, how much better would this team look Seriously. right now if they're if the skill position guys on Sunday against the Raiders on the 10th? were Cortland Sutton and Jarvis Landry. In the backfield was Dalvin Cook, and their one of their pass-receiving tight ends was Albert O. I think mm. that's a more dynamic offense than what they're going to trot out there. So that's a couple of them that I would have done. Yeah. All right, James, real quick, we're going through a countdown, best coach to worst coach since Shanahan, including Shanahan. And we're taking uh, Rosberg, Stoosville, Jody Camillus, and um, Del Rio, and we're putting them on the stoop, not the wall. Okay. So your, your choices are Kubiak, Shanahan, Fox, uh, VJ Fangio, Hackett, McDaniel's a uh, best to worst go. All right, so you're including Shanahan. Yep, Shanahan's the best. Kubiak's the second best. Go. Fox is third. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to go McDaniel's fourth. That was what Noshan did. Yeah, Noshan. Well, Noshan played for me. Drafted Noshan. Yeah, he knows. Wow, I mean, you go with McDaniel's at four. Josh uh, had some good drafts. Go back and those. They I weren't see. bad. Yeah, all um, right, all right. I would go VJ five. Oh, you've had three. Three, okay. Three. And then I'm down to, I, was only got, I only got Vic and Hackett? Yep. Goodness gracious. <laughs> <laughs> nobody, nobody disliked Vic Fangio more than me, but I can't put him last. Nathaniel Hackett's last. All right, James. Yeah, we like have the be. same list. I appreciate it. There you go. <laughs> Right, right, you you know Sean are the same Love thing. It. Well, yeah. All right, James. Give us give us something that we should be um, happy about, James. End on a end on a ray of sunshine. Russell Wilson, despite the fact that things are stacked against him, is going to have a monster year. He is. He's, he look at the go look at the photos of Russell Wilson early in his career in Seattle, and look at him now. It's a spitting image. And on that note, we we bid adieu and catch up with everything at DenverSports.com. Thank you, James. Thanks, fellas. This ray of sunshine is brought to you by. James, children. That's what it's brought to you by having children. Sponsored by James Marilat. He's got three of them. That's right. He re- reproduced three times. It's Denver Sports Station 104.3 The Fan. Hey, listen. Who couldn't use this? Yes. At night we rock.
Straight national championship, national three straight state championships uh, in a row. Thirty six and no baby. Nice job. So wow, um, seriously? Yeah, thirty six. You didn't lose a game. game? Yeah, we we lost my freshman year two games, I think two or three. But wow. then after that, thirty six and no champs Dude. every year. How was that? It was a good time. We had a we had a really good squad, man, and we just played for each other a lot. You Highest know? level too in Jersey, like. Highest level of football? Uh, it wasn't the highest. I think it was like one or one tier down, maybe. Okay. Like, we didn't play like the Don Boscos and the, those. The, the guys the are probably like a national schedule. Yeah. And right. that, I mean, but there was talks about it. Like, hey, it was can, can they can they compete with one of those, you know, private schools? Mm-hmm. And we're like, yeah, we can beat a Don Bosco. What do you mean, baby? Be like that. Yeah. So, nah, it was, uh, it was great. Oh, my goodness. Have you seen the uh, documentary about BS High, Bishop Sycamore? Mm-mm. Mm. The fake high school that played IMG Academy. Oh, I think I did start something like that, or saw saw it somewhere. It's unbelievable. Hey, KJ, I do remember it. You seen it, KJ? I've seen it, dude. I think maybe I did watch it. Oh, you know, dude. You know Roy Johnson, the most corrupt con man coach of all time, dude. This guy. He was getting on schedules though, like playing real teams. Oh hell yeah, yeah yeah yeah. There wasn't a school. There's not, they're really, like, IMG is all about football, but it's still a school. And they play a national schedule, and so does um, that school out there in Vegas, Bishop something or other out there, Gorman, Bishop Gorman out in Vegas, they do it. And there's, you know, there's a handful of schools that do it. So prep school basketball is much more common, where it's the year after high school and you're in between, you know, wherever you're going to go. But football is generally just high school, man. You don't have, you don't have, you know... um, like all these tournament teams. Is your daughter playing any sports? Is she doing anything yet? Yes? No? Yeah, she was doing soccer. She was doing all right, track, all right. basketball. Let's just talk about like soccer. Okay. <laughs> How old is she? 11. Okay. Well, get get ready. Because if she's really playing soccer, they're going to tell you, oh, she's not. She's on the gold level. We're going to get her on the platinum level. Oh, we're going to. Oh, she's good, huh? Yeah, yeah. Play five out-of-state tournaments this year. Oh, really? We do? Yeah, your daughter's really special. So we're going to go to, um, you know, Tennessee, you know, New England, Georgia, California. That's where we're going. And you're like, at 11 for soccer? You're like, hell yeah, because this is your daughter, and you got you got to get her ready to be a varsity player. Mm. Be a varsity player so you can get to college. Blah, 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 blah. Are you not aware of this stuff? Mm, no. Oh, dude. My man. My man. <laughs> if she's just happy playing a little light soccer and nothing, just be just sit back as a dad and just be like, sounds good. <laughs> sounds good. Because you'll All be that traveling. And stuff. Uh, that's right. Mm. But football's not like that, is it? It's not supposed yeah. to be like that. Except there's corrupt individuals out there, no, Sean. There are grown men who just... You know what's sad about a Bishop uh, Sycamore the most, KJ and, and, and Drew and no, Sean? It's, it's taking advantage of poor kids and giving them 
unrealistic dreams and you take advantage of the most disadvantaged people. That's what made me the most sick. Mm-hmm. I, I couldn't agree more. What broke my heart, what broke my heart the most was the young man who had a full ride scholarship football to Grambling State mm-hmm. and it snatched away from him because they came to find out Bishop Sycamore wasn't a real school. I think he got yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about, the quarterback. And uh-huh. I think he did. Well, I think he was pursuing getting back into an HBCU, right? He, he, he's still pursuing it. Uh, yeah. As of right now, it's still a, a dream. So, <sighs> unfortunately. Makes you sick to your stomach, man. So, it's better you just go to a good high school, you're a good player. You just it, it, it's, it, it, The toughest thing, man, for kids is to tell them, hey, man, it's not going to be your thing, football, sports. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, t- it's just time to move on a little yeah. bit. But there are sharks in the water that will take advantage of you. And, and, and he was charging, man, what was he charging? $16,000 a year to be on that team? So these, these, yeah. these parents of, I mean, they were mostly disadvantaged black kids. I think what they were all, uh, you know, it was all like that. Yeah, the majority of them for sure. Um, or it's like they were out of high school and their football career was kind of up in the air. They were right. trying to figure out what was next. And he was like, hey, I got this opportunity for you. They, they some of these guys they give them so give them their social security. Oh, that was it. Yeah, Dude, that's what it right, was. That yep. was. Check out this ripoff, no shot. So during COVID, you could get a PPP loan for about twenty thousand dollars or so for your small businesses. So you know what? He had a whole team of hairdressers. Or what, what were the businesses? They were like little mom and pop sort of businesses. Mm. Yeah, he just made up stuff. Basically. Made up, yeah. like we're yeah. So, but he's got their social security number. They're applying for the loan. It's in their name. That one kid did not even know he had a $20,000 loan out in his name. And the coach was taking the money. Ah, screw them. I mean, you got to be. And this guy sat down for an interview. This guy, his ego was so bizarrely corrupt that he thought it was just cool to be on Netflix. And he's just sitting there admitting what a rat he is. Seriously, man, have you ever seen anything like that? I, I have it, man. Couldn't not believe to, that happened. Not to mention he's 300K plus in debt. I'm Ugh. telling you, this this is the type of guy that. that's going to find himself either in the bottom of a river or <laughs> ocean, some back ditch in mm. someone's backyard or something. Shoot, doing what you did. Hey. Now just tell your daughter, just, 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 just have fun. That's what it's about, really. Man, have fun, at the man. end of the day. Dad was in the NFL. I got money. I'm good. You're, you're good. You don't, <laughs> don't worry about college. You're good. Oh. Don't worry about college a little bit, but, you know, just go to college. Yeah. Get to just college. go to college. Yeah, you don't have to play a sport. No, man. But, and it's the, the worst thing in the world is telling some kid, hey, man, it's, it's you know, who wants to do that? Who wants to be the bearer of bad news? Like, it ain't going to work for you. But, B, you played at the highest level. You could not have played at the highest level. Look at you. You're sitting here with me. What the hell are you doing? You're sitting with me. I enjoy it, man. Why you sign? No, it's all it's all good. But I mean, what the hell? You know, just hanging right now. I mean, think about all those 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 crowds at Georgia, first round draft pick, and you're sitting across from some dude named Dmac. What the hell happened? (laughs) (laughs) No, man. I'm just my my point. My point is, life is long, right? You got to have other things in life. Oh yeah. You got to have other things, and yeah, you don't have to play a sport. Uh, I'll tell you what, though, they're kind of giving away those women. Scholarships for for golf. I mean, I would love her to play some golf. I love playing golf myself. She should one freaking thousand percent pick up some sticks. You are you are not lying. 
the best way for women, girls to get scholarships is through golf. Thousand freaking percent. You are right about that. Because of Title IX, you have to have an equal amount of men's sports for women or women's sports for men's sports. And it is a huge event. If you're any good at golf, I mean, be good at it. You got to be good at it. But schools are looking to give away scholarships for golf. You're, you're, you ain't lying about that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's, is she hitting the ball yet? Yeah. She, she actually hits really well. She's been taking lessons for a couple years now. Oh, I forget the soccer stuff. I would go right to golf. <laughs> she doesn't like to play, really. Tell you she true. doesn't like the golf? She, you know what? She likes to go out on the golf course and drive the cart. And I'm like, all right, you can yeah, drive okay. the cart. Slow down. Hey, hey, hit that. Watch that corner right there. KJ, when you guys have kids, you and your wife, by the way, you guys still good? Everything good? Uh, everything's good. All right, cool. He's been married for like, how long? Yeah, I remember. Two, two months. Two months, still uh, good. Yeah. You just got to check in. Just going to make sure everything's You got to check in two you months. Guy. In. <laughs> you just got to check in. You got to make sure things are cool. When, oh, yeah. when the blessed time comes. Yes. Golf clubs, man. Yeah, golf clubs. Golf right. clubs. But I'm telling you. Yeah, she doesn't really enjoy it. I think she doesn't like then practice. that's where you need to force her. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I'm, I'm joking. No, nah, I think she just doesn't like to practice it. But like, we go out there and you know, we get on the course, and she's hitting them well. I think she's having fun. <sighs> I think she just likes driving the car, though. So you're in doubt if she's having fun. <laughs> no, or not. I don't want, and like you said, I don't want to force her. So no, but, of course not. But I said, hey, let's go out. Hey, listen, like, the, best, the, the, the best you can do is just show it to her, expose it to her. Yeah, exactly. And then she just, I wasn't exposed to it when I was a kid. Yeah. Golf is such a great sport. It's, um, and athletically, I bet you're good. Are you good at? Me? Yeah. yeah I'm around 12. Uh, that's handy. fantastic. Yeah, 85. If you just kept at it, you'd, you'd just get better and better and better because you're just an incredible athlete. So you'd, you'd easily figure it out. Yeah, Speaking of uh, incredible athletes, I see our guy, Scrappy Will. Ooh. Uh, Scrappy Will's bun. So you want to talk about an incredible athlete. He, he he is a legend at at Ken Denver. He just walked in, huh? No, he's he's like a ghost. Oh, you can barely see him. But oh, no, I, I promise you, Scrappy oh, will. Hey, oh, he, oh. Hey, he's eating the chips. A little scary. This is uh, Denver Sports Station one hundred four three. The fan. Let's go. Denver Sports Station one hundred four three. The fan presents yeah. the drive. For those of you that want to know what we're all about, it's like this, yo. I had a fun day today. Um, I still, my heart goes out to the players that are looking for work here, and I wish them the best. It's just the way it goes. Tough, tough, tough process. So, so it goes, way it goes. But you, it's it's crazy how quickly things move on. Yeah, but this, then it goes. It has me thinking now. You want to get rid of. The preseason games, how are other teams going to get a look at these young guys and give them a... Springtime. Springtime. Big spring. More important. Possibly pad up if you need to thump a little bit. Mandatory mini So how do the other teams get that footage? Uh, You just open things up. You just allow... You just just refigure how you do spring and you make the teams, in my opinion, make their decisions. Because, as Will Peterson joins us, this whole Aberlo thing is... it's, It's just so... I know what you're saying. Like, where are the opportunities for you to get showcased? Mm-hmm. Well, it's college. It's, you know, what you did. You just, man, it's just you cannot do everything they've been doing here just for two or three spots. It's just it's not smart. And plus, I want more games. So I'm, I'm, I'm advocating for the fans here, okay? I get it from a player's perspective. I do. But you need an 18th game and a second bye week. So it's 
safer, in my opinion, so you don't have these dumb Thursday, Sunday, quick turnaround things. Well, and listen, guys, I mean, I went on air multiple times. I actually offended Brandon Stokely because I went on air and told him that Taylor Grimes was the next Brandon Stokely. <sighs> Taylor Grimes didn't even make the practice squad. Didn't he make the And practice I squad. didn't mean it literally. I was just saying, hey, he's making plays out there. He's running around. Could be a slot receiver. Right. And this dude, we now have 17 on the practice squad that have come out in the last hour, plus 53 on the active. That's 70 guys. That means Taylor Grimes was in the bottom 20. As was Montreal Washington. Of the dudes we were watching at camp. Correct. So just because he's a short, fast white dude doesn't necessarily mean he's Brandon Stokely, who was My drafted. Apologies to Stoke. Stoke was drafted in the third round, I think. Third, Fourth third, round? Yeah. But whatever. I mean, the, the degree of Stokes' abilities in the NFL are so bizarrely advanced over Taylor Grimes, it's 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 crazy. Yeah, like I said, I was trying to make a joke. It probably came out poorly. Actually, I do think I hurt his feelings a little bit. So we'll move on from that. But point Stokely, being, right? what you're saying, D-Mac? <laughs> yes. <laughs> the last month didn't matter for Taylor Grimes. And that stinks for Taylor Grimes. Because there was nothing he could do in the last month. He was a body. He was a body what, what, you, what you could do if you wanted to do it, you could have more tryouts that are different than training camp. So if you had your joint practices, nothing's to say later in the day you can't have veteran or, or undrafted free agent tryouts. They do in the regular season. Every Tuesday, there's like five or six dudes that come to the facility to try out. I mean, do that. And if the guy's so good, if Taylor Grimes really has your attention, add him to your practice squad. We just don't need this phoniness of this whole preseason crap. It's a ripoff for everybody, and it's dangerous to the players. The fact that the Broncos actually practiced and then cut, like, a few guys after the practice? Hey, man, I, I get it. They're not breaking any rules. You're doing what you do. But, I mean, hey, NFL, why don't you look out for the safety of your players? And I also want to add two more spots. So it's a 55 with a mandatory third quarterback. Mm. So we don't play this silly game about, you know, the guys on the roster or not. Forget it. 55 Every team has to carry um, three quarterbacks. There it is. I just added uh, 32 jobs to the NFL, just like that. That's better for the players. And an 18th game is more money, no, Sean. It's more money. Why should you guys risk something for less money? If you're going to risk it, it's probably worth one more game. If you're in the playoffs, you're playing more than 17, 16 games anyway. Let's go. And if coaches want to rest guys, we'll rest guys, I guess. I'm looking out for you. And you're a running back. You're I mean, this is ridiculous what running backs have to go through. Oh yeah. You got you you get hit in training camp as a running back. None of these guys get hit during training camp except for the running backs. How much do they make you play in the preseason? I played just as much as the other starters. I mean, I played a little something, something, first, second game, a little bit yeah. in the third. Third game I think was the most time. It was, it was like three. It was like two quarters, and after halftime, you got one drive. No, Sean, do you know when you were ready to run the rock? As soon as they gave you the damn ball. <laughs> Free season. Yeah. And with that. Played a little something. A little something. Dude, you got to watch. Swamp Kings. This is the No Sean Moreno story. Have you seen it? Dude, you're probably, I'm probably like the 70th person to ask you about this. <laughs> yeah. They did you dirty in that. Uh, see? That's why I don't want to well, watch it. Have you seen it yet? No. Yes. Have you heard about it? Yes. It is unfair to know Sean Marino. Yeah, I was watching my unfair. TV going, I want to throw my keys at my TV. Really? Is this unfair? Dude, you become, you become a villain. Ah, you are a villain to Brandon Spikes. I need to come up with my own series. Yes. Untold.
Why Florida sucks. The Bulldogs. <laughs> the Bulldogs. Bulldogs. The legend of the dog. <laughs> Made them better. They owe me a ring, by the way. They should. And what Brandon Spikes did to you after he hit you? Oh, he was just trying to do a little extra. You know how defense, defensive players are, He looked bro. like a WWE yeah. wrestler. Does, first of all, how does he even get a, a penalty for that? That's Thank what you. I was thinking. When I'm like, bro, what are you no, doing? Sure. If you want to stick around with Will, it's fine, but I'm leaving. <laughs> Thanks, y'all. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Uh, Denver Sports tonight. Will Peterson coming up next.